0: Hey guys, hey, welcome back to The Power of Three with Steph, Sana, and Dot. Um, today we're going to start the show off a little different. We want to, before we get back into our live story, I know we left off where we went to Ohio, um, and we're definitely going to get into that. But we want to talk about something that's very important right now. We want to talk about voting. Right? Yeah. And um, this is a great subject for us to kind of bring up um, because voting is very, the time to vote is very close and we're all three different people with three different perspectives on you know, voting and why you should vote and why you need to get out there and vote um, and what voting should look like for ourselves and probably what we think voting looks like for the rest of you. So we just really want to talk about this. So um, who wants to start? You want to go ahead Steph's?
1: Well, um, so I, I mean, as far as voting goes to me personally, and I can um, probably speak for my sisters, it's very personal for me just because I know what like our grandparents and their parents and, you know, their parents' parents have done to kind of get us at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and Dorothy, you kind of mentioned something the other day, but, or maybe it was Sana, but- it hasn't even been that long that women have had the right, right to vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we were so, talking, about, um, talking about that. Yeah. Um, to me, that's important within itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. So if anybody's been following just kind of like the general election and like the direction it is going, if nobody's aware, um, in less than 48 hours, we have a presidential debate between Mr. Donald Trump and Joe Biden
2: mm-hmm.
1: on Tuesday. And I feel that... This debate is probably the most important, and I say that because if you are on the fence of even voting this year, Mm -hmm. and that's because you don't know where each particular candidate stands, you should be watching this debate. Right, Because I feel that it will give you a better insight to what each candidate stands for and see if they even align with what you're voting for. Because Mm -hmm. one of the main things that I feel like millennials, us that are struggling with, that we feel like they don't speak to us. Right. Um, So um, I think that's very important for us to just kind of be aware of what's going on with that. I don't want to hear anybody complaining that... Oh, well, this candidate, you know, is not doing this. Well, do you know? Did you do your research? Did right. You figure out the facts behind that particular issue that may be bothering right. you. I'm one of those people, but we'll speak to that later. And that's fine. And I love that we're doing this because we all have our own views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did do some research according to CNN Politics. Um, it will be 90 minutes as far as this debate and it will be focusing on six topics those Mm -hmm. including the coronavirus pandemic which i feel is very important because it has turned our country upside down completely Completely. in Mm -hmm. six months. Yeah. Um, And then one of the other things that it mentioned, which is the most important to me, um, is the Supreme Court. Right. Um, That's because I feel that the direction that the Supreme Court is going in does not look pretty good, especially for women. Yeah. Um, um, I also, according to CNN Politics, one of the things that stood out to me that they have not had a conservative Supreme Court since 1930. So 1930, that means our Supreme Court has been pretty on the most part liberal. liberal. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's even changing in that direction and that's no dig to like people who are conservative, but what are the people who are more moderate?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who
1: don't believe necessarily all the conservative views. Right. That yeah. This court that is in the making believes in. So that's right. one of the things that stood out to me. Um, Also, like I said, you just really want to pay attention to this debate because Donald Trump is already throwing digs. And Mm -hmm. I mean, quote, the man says, "Um, look at Joe. Oh my God, you know, like, there's my competition. What can I think of to distract people? Quote, this is what Donald Trump has said. So he's already feeding the narrative Mm -hmm. to distract people who are not knowledgeable or want to play the ignorant card to get his vote. Mm -hmm. So this is what I mean by this debate that's happening on Tuesday. I don't care where you are in life. You need to be picking up your phone, either Mm -hmm. reading some type of articles as far as like post-debate. Wherever you are, you need to be tuned in because you need to be able to stand on your own two feet Mm -hmm. and figure out why you come november 3rd i believe is the date um for the election why you voted for this person right and that's kind of where i stand out with that so yeah
0: yeah i mean i you know i get um i think that the i know we all agree in the general sense that voting is important yes I don't know how I feel about the debate. Even just from his quote, I can already tell he's going to make a mockery of this thing. Oh, for sure. He doesn't intend to focus mm-hmm. or stick to the issues. He intends to make it seem like Joe doesn't know the issues. His intention is like completely off. It's not like he's not going to get up there and and he might, you know what? He might surprise me. I've been wrong him before. I, yeah. He might get yeah. up there and actually stick to the issues and try to really have a real platform and allow Joe to really say say his real platform that might really happen and um come that time I'm you know that's good but for me um and I know for a lot of people out there um the debate isn't as important for me because I already don't believe anything Trump says so no matter what he gets up there and says, he's not gonna sway me to his side. No, I, I agree with that. So completely. I, I you know that's why have, the debate I, to me in general, I'm like, eh, it's yes. important because I do want to know what Joe is really intending on doing. Because I'm not gonna lie, another reason I was never Joe Biden. Was because I feel like sometimes he talks in circles. Like he mm-hmm. never really why. One of the biggest reasons why Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders were my people, and oh, I mean, and there's so. nothing I can do about it now. Yeah. It's spilled milk. Mm-hmm. Spilled mm-hmm. People didn't vote for this. Right. But one of the reasons why they were really my people and especially my girl, Elizabeth Warren, is because every time she was addressed with a policy she or an she answer. said, I got an answer for that. I got a solution, I got a solution for that. Yeah. Right. I got a, you know, she let us know what was going to. No, I'm taxing the rich. Right. Bernie was all about that, like telling you exactly what he was going to do. So my real hope for even it, my only reason for even watching this is that someone over there in the Joe Kamala camp. Got them together and was like, you can't afford to talk in circles. You need to tell people what you're intentionally going to be doing to, um, with the issues that
1: we're concerned with. And I totally agree. I, I need to know, like, what's the plan? Right. No, I, I agree. I just feel that for me is that I hate, especially our generation of millennials.
2: Oh, they're like they complain and they yeah, don't do but the they research. They don't do
1: the research, and it's right. like you don't know anything about this a lot of people tweet
2: and, Donald Trump angry, angry, but did not vote.
1: Did not vote. Yeah. Like I mean, it doesn't. Uh, it it'll that. never
2: make and any sense to me. It doesn't and
1: so add up. And so I'm like, so yeah. like, okay, yeah, I agree. We need to hold Joe Biden accountable. accountable. Um, but we also don't need to feed into this narrative. This is why there is. This is why America is quote unquote called Trump America because people believe. Like everything. I'm in yeah, go ahead, I'm
2: in a position where I none of the candidates work for me. Yeah. And dang. and for for that reason, it's because um I don't feel like I need to speak to Trump's character. We've already dealt sorry, with him for four sorry. years. We've
0: done that enough. We've
2: already <laughs> know who he is and we know what he's capable of. Um, you know, just it's just so sad. So many people lost their life to a virus that he knew about and didn't take serious. Okay. So there's just nothing to really say about him. But I just want to touch on Kamala and Joe Biden for Go a ahead. second. Um, Kamala is a black grad from Howard University, a prestigious and legendary historical black university that a lot of the greats went to. People like Toni Morrison. Amen. Um, r.i.p. Chadwick Boseman yes um and also Thurgood Marshall just to speak to that school P. Diddy as well so many people um she
1: is actually attending classes there right now um I I think so yeah Howard
0: is unmatched in the amount of black excellent right from that campus so
2: just to speak to her character this woman is very educated and um she knows what she's talking about she is so smart. And I just want to throw that out there before I talk to her character. Um, she announced her candidacy for president for the president race on Martin Luther King Day. So I think at that point she really wanted to make a statement to the black community. I think she was immediately trying to get black votes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for in my opinion, sometimes even pretending to be a part of our struggle mm-hmm. almost in a way. Um, without realizing that people would go do their research on her um in my opinion she's not as black rooted as she claims to be um because in but her you per- say that
0: you say that in, in a sense that like uh, some of her her choices her choices because yes it's a pure fact that her skin is melanated yeah she's exactly like exactly but
2: you know all skin folk and folk That's period correct. Correct. So and we have
0: to be careful
2: we do need to be careful because yeah. exactly yeah. exactly and um especially when in her personal life to order in order to get um to a level she wanted to be as being a lawyer um a district attorney at that she was prosecuting and persecuting people specifically in the minority communities and a lot of those people who went to jail under her laws are millennial um children of parents of millennial people Right? So, it was in the 90s. So,
0: it's a direct link to the people who are basically controlling who's going to be in power next. Right.
2: Right. And when a reporter asked about them now decriminalizing marijuana, she laughed at it. And she said, well, public opinion has changed after putting multiple people in jail for something that is now legal in California. But that's not it. Um, She also prosecuted parents who were um who whose children were habitually truant in elementary school a lot of parents in the low income income community were completely infected by her and i feel like in order for her to change the narrative she needs to address it because a lot of people in the black community are just such in a space right now where we feel like no one has our back mm-hmm. at some point we even felt people like, who look like us. even people who look like us yeah i think we just came out of a good place With Michelle Obama. I'm gonna speak to his Obama's wife. Because she was always in the trenches about Fest. the black community and with right. us. She heard us, she seen us. We knew that a, uh, Barack had to move a little differently because he, he was the president. He was the
0: first black president and United we knew States. that there was going to be some examples set. Right. In. We knew that there were going to be things he could be seen and not heard. We knew that right. there were going to be right. laws he could put on the floor but not get passed. Right. We knew all of that was going to come with his presidency. Right like his job was right. right. easy. His, no. Right. But what we knew was the most beneficial thing that came from his presidency that there would be a black man who could make change and see him and know that he could do it exactly. Right. so we knew that that and was the most beneficial
2: thing as far as Biden, we know about him on the 1994 crime oh, bill we're not gonna ignore and that at all. we no. know that he helped write it, it caused a mass incarceration in 2016 Biden defended the law saying it restored the community so I just feel like a lot, if, if you're like me and you are a black American in this country in order for me to move forward, they have to completely address it. Because the biggest issue with people is, you know what, we can't ignore, you know, the past is a past. And we don't know why they did what they did. And you know what, people are young people. I think Kamala was just so career motivated. motivated. She would do anything to get to the top, not realizing how it would come back and bite her. And I feel like, if we could just address it and take accountability, maybe the minorities in the community can begin to trust.
1: And I just want to piggyback off that. Uh, one of the things that I was also researching, and Son and I talked about this, is Trump is already picking off of that. Right. He, he is. Yeah, he's is already
0: in. picking at the distrust we have.
1: Because and they won't address it.
0: it. Yeah. And we feel like, and um, I think in, in unison we feel this, that The only thing that is stopping us from getting fully on board with the Joe Kamala presidency, because you have, they had my, they already halfway, and I'm going to be honest with this, and I hate sounding like this, but it's the truth. They already halfway had my my vote because I will never trust Trump again. Exactly. Exactly. They already had it. It Exactly. because, Because of that mere fact. But for them to fool, for me to fully get behind them, I need an acknowledgement. Right. I am tired of people doing things to our people and acting like it never happened. We we're like we're not doing that anymore. And my whole thing is I need is, to know that you understand that what you did and what you supported at that time was not okay. And my whole
2: thing is a lot of celebrities are like. It doesn't matter what, what happened in the past. We're dealing with Trump. No, it does matter. Because okay. a lot of you guys, and you know what? You worked hard and you and you made it out the struggle and you made it out the hood. But a lot of people are still on the ground, boots on the ground, still struggling off of some of their laws and their crime right. bills. They need to address it. And And if you don't want Trump to keep bringing it up, then they need to have an honest conversation on a platform mm. where they can just dead all the rumors. Or even even if they're not, some of these things aren't rumors they're clear facts but they need to come on a platform where they talk about it so that we can move forward one thing i loved about hillary clinton was when all of that stuff came up in baghazi with the emails and stuff she came forward and said i did it i'm sorry
1: it is what it is is.
2: either you can accept me for it or you can't and actually no one brought it up anymore like,
1: everyone was like, well, you're just beating a dead horse, Donald. At this point.
2: Everyone already knows about it. She's and already addressed it. I just want to
1: add something. This man, Trump, has an initiative called the Platinum Black. Can we just understand? Because this ties I, I, together. I no, I, let's
0: get into this. Because this ties into... I'm sorry. What, let me
1: repeat that. Platinum plan, not Platinum Black. But this because... It's, it's, for, black it's for black people. It's for black people. Right. So
0: let's just call it the Platinum Black plan. Okay. <laughs> Let's just be very clear on this. My people, I need you to hear me on this moment, okay? What Dorothy essentially spoke about with the distrust she has with Kamala and Biden, the only reason Trump is even suggesting this platinum black plan (laughs) is because he's sensing that distrust. Exactly. And he thinks if he presents this plan that will never happen, and even if it does happen, it won't happen in the way you think it will that that will convince liberal blacks to come on his side. I don't
2: know one liberal black that would vote for Trump at this this point.
0: you have people like you have the conservative blacks which we know are going with trump we get that yeah we have, we have the liberal family, blacks so. we yeah. have the liberal blacks like our grandparents <coughs> who are diehard democrats our grandma and is a they, lifelong democrat she, lifelong she is the blood of the democratic literally Party.
1: the black women <laughs> the middle
0: you know the middle class black democrats who are gonna rock out with joe mm-hmm. and kamala no matter what, what. and mm-hmm. then you have swing votes like me like us, and i like enough. all of us honestly <coughs> yeah even though i know stephanie you're democrat yeah. you vote more independent i, I do. yeah so yeah. you have independents like us who are more like we need to see what's going on because what i need people to understand is trump couldn't even get a wall built that he ran on he ran on wanting to get the wall built he was passionate about it and he still didn't get done he still didn't get it done so if you think that he's, that he's proposing this bill that he honestly we know from all of his racial rhetoric he does not want to happen he doesn't believe in equity or equality you know, he's a pull yourself by the bootstraps, up by the bootstraps kind of person. If you really think he truly is going to be passionate about getting this bill behind, you're
1: kidding yourself. I just have to say one thing. You, you are just kidding kind of yourself. pissing me off. I mean, literally, this proposal includes prosecuting Q, Q Club's plan. Can we just process that? I think they, they should have been it, prosecuted. I, I mean listen, years ago, I don't like why is listen, that now? A, a because thing? it's
0: a hot topic and he's using he's gaslighting us. He's using topics that he knows are we're coming off of the Breonna Taylor trial. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's using things that he we know he knows black people want or have been wanting for centuries, centuries in order to get some of these liberal blacks who are on the fence to sway his way. Listen, I,
2: I think I, I think I think at this at this point there's not even much joe biden is doing and saying like how trump gets up every day and instead of addressing millions of uh, thousands of people who have lost people to a, a, a freaking pandemic he is continuing to just to just bully biden on twitter because i think he is so worried biden and kamala actually don't speak out enough for me and not he and he end has end. them so bought and he's so bothered by it oh, sure. and i think because he knows this could be the, the end, end.
1: yeah the end and you know that's
2: what? why i'm not worried about trump creating plans or people getting scared because um um or people worried about people swinging a vote for trump because of this kamala yeah. harris and biden stuff this is bad, what they did, but it has no measure to what Trump has, has done, done in these last four years. Not
0: only has he affected the communities who were fearful of him getting in office, communities that, uh, that have, were crying the day he got elected. Um, and I tell this to you guys all the time, the story. I was in London when he got elected. And I was literally almost tearing up because I already saw you know, what the bullcrap that, bull, sh- that was coming our way, yeah. our way specific. And I'm different. I So d- my thing is, I don't I'm not saying that a president directly affects your life individually, because sometimes for some people it doesn't. But there are communities where it does. Well, so I feel like problem with the Democratic Party. And I just need to get this out. The one thing that is bothering me about Joe and Kamala, I like that they're acting unbothered with Trump. But I'm tired of Democrats just thinking they get to wake up and get the black boat. You need to tell us what you're going to do for us.
2: I and feel I like that. I'm in a different position than Sana. I did not cry and I did not care when Trump won because it is a direct result of when people don't take shit seriously. It right. is, and and, and, but and I, that's why my I thing is,
0: I, I was so worried. I'm I, sad. I'm sad
2: that people have died from something that could have been prevented, prevented because no one deserves death. But everything else that's going on, this is exactly this is exactly what we were pre warned about. First of all, you guys let someone who was a, an actor, a billionaire who has lost every business he's ever created it multiple bankruptcies become president and
0: i'm never gonna understand
2: i'm it. never gonna understand it how we can come off someone who was so educated and that's the thing people thought bush was bad no this I, i'll take bush it,
0: any, day. any day i'm sorry any day I, I, I miss bush yeah i don't you know, and Bush Bush didn't like black people. Let's not. Be he didn't. He did not like us. He, he was in Texas. He, he was late on New Orleans on, on Hurricane Katrina, so that's yep. no different than Trump being late on COVID. He, it, even though that killed millions, let's be clear. Yes. And displaced millions, let's be clear. But he, so Trump Bush essentially at the root was not better than Trump. But I miss him in the sense that. Trump takes shit too far. He does. And he doesn't just do it to marginalize people. He also does it to his own people. people. Right. The coronavirus didn't just kill us. It killed people, no 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 people that voted for
2: no, And no. hold on. Let's talk about the people who received a stimulus check <laughs> months ago. One, to survive for a virus that's been out for like seven, nine months. Nine months. So people got $1,200, an additional five hundred. dollars um, To survive, (laughs) to survive. And I mean, as you know, we in the power of three, we talk about our struggles in the past and um, God willing, since we've been in this stage as adults, this was something that didn't directly affect us financially. And we're blessed by that. Um, But I do know people who are struggling and
0: still struggling.
2: And being judged for being on unemployment, even though they got that unemployment so late. They had to play catch up. Some people got evicted. It's just, it is terrible what is going on in this country. And when people say vote, like your life depends on it, it really does. Because we really lost people. People. People.
0: And that's why people bother me who are out there saying it doesn't matter who's president. That's not going to directly affect your life. Well, look at what it we're does. doing with now. It had does. We had a better president. There could have been people's lives saved from coronavirus. It does. There could have been people who didn't lose their homes and their small businesses. Right. There could have been, had we had a better president, these, some people's
1: lives could have been beneficial through this pandemic. I also could have thrived better. I also do want to mention besides the, the, um, presidential election being huge. Also, people need to really pay attention to your local elections. Yes, and very also, important. The, yes. Very there's important. a lot of Senate seats that are up for grabs come November. Uh-huh. And um, let's be honest, like, yeah, the president has a lot of power, but the Congress is the one who, like, makes the deals. Yeah. So right. if you know that there's a senator who's not representing your county... Please or vote them, support, out. Get get them, get them out. Get them out. Vote them out. Get them out. Get them because out. Because to be honest, the only reason why I feel like Trump hasn't been able to take it too far It's because he does not have the house so if we can kind of gain a little bit more seats back in the senate and it doesn't have to be from a democrat it can be from Independents as well then i feel like at least that would help us in the direction of and also the
2: and also guys um use your social media platforms yeah. i remember one year um, the elections were going on and I went on there. We live in San Diego and I went in there. I went on social media to tell people what they should vote for and what is directly affecting you in community, in your community. And a lot of people did not know that um, there was a VA um, aid on the ballot for people, for people who were in the military. If we voted for this bill, it would be able to, we would be able to get a nice military hospital, downtown, housing, more food. Please vote. There's veterans. so many other things to vote for than just the, president. Than just just the, the president. president.
0: So we don't want to solely focus on that because we don't want you to think that the president is really the direct streamline to things that affect you day to day. There are things locally yeah. that could change and implement, mm-hmm. change your life dramatically yes. local at the local level. So it's very important to pay attention to those Senate seats that stephanie was talking yes. about mm-hmm. because if someone is not doing you, their job as your sender you need to figure out a way to rally your get community them out. And get them also out.
2: guys it's we're in the wave of social media um there's no reason to say you don't you don't know how to, how to register where to register you can register in the dmv you can register on instagram, Girl, instagram. You can register. and facebook i was with
1: credit karma the other day you can register checking your damn credit score they like,
2: want mm-hmm. you to vote the, it's Instagram, it's Andrew. on
0: snapchat it's on facebook it's on twitter whatever social media you use to do your thing register and also minutes. and
2: also to people who um have any felonies if you have not been in any trouble and you're off paperwork you can vote
0: and they don't, want you, to they know don't that, want you to know that but you can but vote you have the right to vote you have the right to so vote please go out there and vote and i um I want to be very clear about this one little point because I know that it seems like we're putting Kamala and Joe to task. But that does not in any way mean that we're saying, um, because I know people are at home thinking, because this is what I was thinking when people were saying, oh, no, no, Joe, no, Joe. Um, So you want me to vote for Trump? That's not what anyone's saying. What we're saying here is we have to stop giving our vote away for free. Yes. Right. People can't just think we're going to get it just because we dislike Trump. Right. We still deserve to have policymakers and lawmakers and decision right. makers accountable for the issues that face us today.
2: I listen like I think that and just to add reiterate on this real quick I really I really had to recently so Obama Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States everyone knows that for eight years under Obama and my mom said she was gonna vote for Joe because He was the VP to Biden. I mean, to um, Obama. And I and I really had to sit my mom down. Like, I I I
0: love that you love
2: him, but I need you to understand that he's
0: bringing to the table because
2: a lot of thing, a lot of people. My mom is has all has always had her boots to the ground in the community, and a lot of people that you are helping have been affected by by the crime bill that he created. Aggressive policing, honestly, started. Um, it, it's always been a thing, but it really amped up when that crime bill happened. And mm-hmm. so I needed her to know that. And she did not know that. And so I'm and only, error. and that was her error. And I'm only telling her and, and not just my mom. I'm only telling people about Kamala and Biden because I need I don't want people to feel like they're voting someone because everyone says you should. I want you to know the facts on all sides. We all know the facts of Donald Trump. But I also want you to know the facts of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And the reason why we are stuck with those individuals, by the way, I am voting for them. I do want to put that out there. It is because people didn't know the fact that they weren't they weren't educated. Some people just didn't vote, yeah. and they left it into, like we said, the backbone Democrats. Yeah, the reason grandma.
0: And that's the thing, and that's what Dorothy is saying. It's like the reason why we got stuck with Joe and Kamala is because no one did their research. They didn't. And had you done that, because it means that we have this debate all the time. Yes. But when it was four years ago, and it was between – Hillary and Bernie, Yes. people kept asking me, how could you vote for Bernie over Hillary? And I said, because that's that's because I identify as black before I identify as a woman. Right. And so the women issues that I know are very important, they come come secondary to my race. And
2: And that's a whole nother topic. And that's a whole
0: nother topic, which we'll have another time. But the reason why Joe, you know, pulled out in the end over our Elizabeth Warren and our Bernie Mm -hmm. Sanders is because people were like anybody but Trump and yeah, also so because now we're
2: in the situation and also because too people like our mother were like well he was this under obama. obama it's
1: like and we you have those loyal which i'm a loyal obama fan too. Yeah. i love barack yeah, but, obama i, mean, I do but, have, some I I have some issues <laughs> i have some issues i have some
0: issues i love him as a person and i love him as our first black I president him because he i thought did what he was he can amazing do. I, no yeah. i thought he was amazing in what he could That's do what I'm trying to say. but at the same time did i want more yeah, yes. for sure. And and Just was like there, I'm sure was there there a people a candidate? Who Trump yes. more. But I'm know? saying I have to be honest here. And that's all I'm saying is I have to be honest here. There are candidates I would have ten times over Oh, We already said. Oh, well, I, per, oh yeah. I mean that's a given. That's a given. I, so I don't want you guys to hear this and think like, oh, um, we're not for Joe and Kamala because that's not it at all. It's just that this is what we've been given, but now we need to demand some.
2: I would have just them. loved to have someone who, and no one is as is clean as a whistle, but yeah. I would have loved to have someone who didn't have so many scandals against Trump, Trump because yeah. then he comes, he just that's all he wants and to talk about. It
1: and makes it easy for well, him. It makes it easy for him. That's one of the reasons why I honestly felt like I did love Obama. Yeah, system. I it do, because he didn't embarrass on. us. He, was, never, he never embarrassed, embarrassed us. If he did, we would never know. Exactly. But I want to add one thing. Um, just to kind of like wrap up this conversation, I feel like it's very important.
0: It's very important for us to just like get out here and vote. But I'm gonna let Stephanie get back to what she was saying. But I do wanna make this one small point that whomever you're voting for, mm-hmm. make sure you know where you're registered. Yes. And Dorothy, I- tell the story about how you that one year where you had to drive to El Cajon Boulevard because um It's very important that there's no voter voter suppression. Voter
2: suppression is really real. Me and my husband were really trying to get out and rock the vote. Um, And we get to a place and they tell us that we can't vote there because we we didn't change our address. So then I had to figure out where we lived because we had moved a few times. And we had moved to... um, we had moved to we had to go we had to drive across the city to go vote. We were running in there. They were trying to close its doors. I I had my work uniform on. He had his work uniform on. And these are the type of things that they will try to do to you. I actually lived in a Trump-filled neighborhood at that time so they were very happy to tell me that I could not vote at that place. Voter suppression is real so oh, make real sure thing. that you guys are uh, updating your addresses yeah. constantly. Yeah. Make sure that um, if you do have to vote in a neighborhood that is not yours, you can also call your local office and follow up to make sure that Correct. your vote was pushed through. Correct. Do not let them tell you that you cannot vote. Stand,
0: stand can. in line. Prepare to stand St- in line. Stand, and you know what we should do power three
2: we should definitely and and, in our communities because i know stephanie will be back home in florida but sana we should definitely go to places where they are voting and bring water donuts pizza because people like me who are after work i was hungry and i was tired
0: some people people give up up.
2: and also at your job you can leave your job to go vote if you need that is your legal right people don't know that i was a manager and if someone tells you that they want to go vote they have to give you an hour to go vote
1: and i just want to kind of like i said wrap this up as far as the conversation as far as voting uh you should also pay attention to your early voting in your state because i know a lot of people are kind of hesitant because of the pandemic that we're in so if you even see like a senior citizen that you know of and who's struggling with even feeling like they need to go out there and vote kind of help them like navigate that because Mm -hmm. early voting is very important and especially because a lot of people will be voting by mail this year. So we definitely should help our community with that. Um, Just because that's one of the things Trump's trying to put out that narrative that uh that's basically gonna rig the election even well, of though course we, it's even though, them, though we've right. been even though we've been doing there's no evidence to prove that mail yeah. voting is it doesn't work so i mean that's one of the things that i want to point out too just if you can get in there and start early voting do so do um uh, so. if you want to vote by mail do so um mm-hmm. uh, do not let anybody suppress your vote um or your voice or even when you're on social media like right. stephanie said your voice because i know people will
2: post their opinion on social media and people will hop under your post and argue them. Do not be easily swayed. Stand your ground. If you believe in what you believe in, then do you at the end of the day. Um, my husband always says this he votes independently of what other people believe in and what they say so if he wants to vote for someone and you don't agree with it that is their choice but i am just encouraging people to just get out there in general we cannot get on social media and complain all day but not actually do the work do your research Do the work. Get out and vote. There's no excuse about not knowing where to register. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. And if you do not know, DM us on Power of Three. We'll help you. you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I know some black people, um, lastly, because I want Stephanie to close it out, because I know you um, have some more to say. But um, I know black, um, for my black peeps out there. Um, I was watching a show and I just this is very important to me and I remember the girl was telling the other girl like she was complaining about studying and she was like how dare you complain when our ancestors weren't allowed to read so this is how I feel about voting you don't have to vote like me I'm not one of those people that are telling you to vote and I mean vote the way I vote I'm telling you use the gift our ancestors gave us Mm -hmm. because you did nothing to earn it exactly right you did nothing but be born that's it right so please Exercise your right to vote. You do not have to justify your choice to anyone. Just exercise and, and your
2: stop, right and, to vote. And to the black people, stop all this. We are not our ancestors. We're not. We were not as strong as them. We
0: weren't. We are, we're we are not as strong. We really are. Alive. Our, our ancestors jumped off slave ships because they preferred to die instead Ven- of become slaves. Exactly. Okay? Our ancestors sat in restaurants that Bit at them for days because they demanded respect. I'm sick our ancestors of I'm sick of work for months. I'm sick they of want people. The bus system. I'm we sick. We are not as strong as our ancestors. I'm sick
2: of people who look like me complaining um just about shit that our ancestors would dream to complain about.
1: Exactly. We have
2: okay. got to stop that. Stop. And um I know it's cool to get on social media and and blast music like fuck Donald Trump and all that. It's cool. But make sure that you really say fuck him in a voting poll. And and that's all voting. I got to say.
1: Stephanie. <laughs> I just want to say to um, all Americans, um, but in particular minorities, um, I feel like this year has been a year that we are truly trying to come together and still focus on the issues that we have. Now, some people, like you said, may not have all 10 toes down. May mm-hmm. um, not 10 toes down. No. We talk about that in another conversation. But I do want to just put out three words. And that is vote, vote, vote. All righty. Well, that
2: is going to conclude our little quick little... Voting segment. segment. It was supposed to be 30 minutes, you guys. But as you can see, we are super passionate about encouraging our community to get out there. It is so important to us on this channel to make sure that we're always uplifting, educating, and just creating healthy conversations in general.
0: Love
2: it. Um. So we're going to jump in back into our story. And I think where we left off was NCVG, which is the abbreviation for...
1: Cincinnati. Yeah. It's Kentucky. airport. It's yeah, the airport. Cincinnati slash northern Kentucky. If you airport.
0: ever want to be in two places at once, go to CVG. <laughs> go to the yeah. airport. You're t- it you're in physically airport. puts you, just like on the movie Walk to Remember, physically puts you in two places just at once. time.
2: Right. Um, so we make it to CVG, and Sana always says this. She says, I just remember being hot.
0: I can't remember anything. Like, you know how me, I'm a very descriptive person about, like, my memories. I can eat something, and it reminds, reminds me of something. Yeah. I just literally remember the heat. I got off that plane, and I was wearing the tube tops. I already wasn't wearing no clothes. And I got off that plane, and I just remember the heat. And just to wrap this in a neat little bowl for you guys, we, um, we moved from California to Ohio because we had called our grandparents yeah. and told them, like, hey, can you send us some money? We're in and a bad place. Our mom had disappeared on us. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
1: the situation – um, we literally were like, literally, that was our first time. Um, speaking me, to them by ourselves. Or isn't our first time at that point in our life flying on an airplane. That was,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was our first time. Because I know you guys like, we have been to like, ten, by this time in the store, we've been to like 10 different states. But, but literally, <laughs> the <laughs> 90s, I drove.
1: think back then, I think it was very popular to do. We like drove. We like, yeah. drove. Yeah. That was our first time, like on an airplane. Dorothy actually asked Grandpa recently when we were in Ohio, why did you buy those like tickets Mm -hmm. he He
2: was like i wanted to make sure no one could grab you guys like i wanted to make sure you guys were Mm -hmm. on the first plane and no one could pull us off the bus because knowing how our mom was with them if she could have she probably would have for sure
1: so and legally she would have had that right if she was at the airport
2: right she would have she would have literally pulled us off that bus so we get to cincinnati and um I just remember our grandma being so happy to just see us and be around us, and um, we get there with one suitcase because, like <laughs> Sana said, we had nothing. Like we, we had nothing. We literally had nothing, and um, I don't know. It just it 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 was just a it was a weird vibe, I guess you can say. Like we were bombarded with a lot of family who we had never even heard about because like they had mentioned the only people we had ever heard about was our grandparents and JB like literally no one else so anybody else want to jump in on that
0: um yeah I remember seeing them and thinking like and I hope they don't I hope they listen to this because I don't mean this in a disrespectful I remember seeing them and thinking like oh they're older hmm like i guess i didn't realize i mean i knew they were older but at that time i didn't realize our parents had us so old right so their parents naturally are going to be older right and i was like i immediately felt i immediately like even as a kid felt bad like dang i hope we're not like a burden you know mm-hmm. like but i don't know that's what i remember the first time i saw them like i felt bad
2: once we get there, things kind of spring into action. Our grandparents, I remember they took yeah, us... Yeah, they were
0: on it, though.
2: They took us downtown. They made sure they got our social security cards, yeah. our birth certificate. Yeah. They had, I remember they had us in, like, the dentist, the eye doctor. They like, were, like They like, were first everything. trying to make sure that, like, are you okay? Which, you know what? We probably had skipped a lot of doctor's appointments <laughs> around that, that time. I don't even remember
0: the last time I had went to the doctor at that point.
2: Um, to be honest. And... It's just, like, imagine never seeing these people and only being able to speak to them on the phone, receiving gifts from them, but then, like, living, full-on living in their house. Yeah. It was at this moment where our grandparents put us into, well, we all um, we all tried to go to the performing arts school.
0: Well, yeah, they figured out very quickly that we were passionate about arts because of, like, how our parents raised us. Mm-hmm. And so there's this prominent performing arts school in Ohio that a lot of, um, you know, different kinds of famous people came from. Mm-hmm. And so they, of course um they were really good they were just so good they um got us in it for late auditions for this school Mm -hmm. and um it was it's just if you want to continue stephanie
1: yeah so um i end up auditioning with sauna sauna did I did acting. acting. I think I did acting as well, which I don't know why the hell I did that. No, Stephanie, you just did not practice. I, I think that's what it was. I you didn't were disinterested. You were kind of disinterested. I feel like, too. though, if I could redo it, I probably would have did dance, though. Yeah, you probably should have did I should have did dance. Um long story short Sonic gets in I don't get in I get waitlisted Dorothy gets waitlisted, <laughs> wait-listed. Mm-hmm. so at this point our grandparents has us in three different, different schools, schools. so Stephanie
0: and Dorothy are so far
1: apart in age. age they can't even go
0: to the same school but they don't want me to miss the opportunity because mm-hmm. I got in yeah. of going to this performing arts school and then yeah. even I got in on acting but ended up doing acting and creative writing oh that's awesome mm-hmm. which
1: kind of plays hand in hand which kind of yeah. Yeah.
0: what I'm doing now yeah. starting an own publishing company Sweetie yeah. hello but you just, it, it kind of is cre- trippy how things were. Yeah. Cause so, it sparks my interest for creative so writing. So Sana's
1: at this performing arts school, literally in the thick of it, downtown Cincinnati. Um, thriving and, though. They did a great job with that. No, mm-hmm. I was at a school. I don't even know if I should mention the school. I, I don't care. Yeah. I don't even think it probably exists. Mm-hmm. It, it probably, actually I think it does. Cause I remember grandparents mentioned it cause he, so we talked about this with him, like the schools recently mm-hmm. when we were back home and, I mentioned it. He was like, I just wanted you out of that school. That school was like... Taft high school. Let's tapped, just throw it out tapped there. Taft high school. <laughs> I, don't, tapped. I just remember being miserable. And it was really because... I mean, not only was I in high school... And you know how high school is for anybody. It's when you first start. It's just, right. it's just a weird like transition stage. And the girls were just mean. It was like... They knew I was the new kid. She's not over-exaggerating. I'm, right? I'm very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now they say I'm a little bitchy, but that's because people be trying to play me, and I don't, I'm not for it. But um, I just remember being bullied. No, I have a story. And, and I don't know if you remember this, Stephanie, but we were, you took me to a
0: game because you were really trying to put yourself out there. I was. I was trying she everything. She truly trying to put herself out there. Yeah. I tried. I She was really giving it a real shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie took me to this game with her because, of course, she hasn't the made guys, friends yet. Took me
1: to, I took you to a game. And we
0: we go to this game and of course me and Dorothy are Stephanie's little big sisters and these girls in the stands above us are throwing rocks at us or they're throwing pebbles or they're
1: something. doing they were they were throwing pebbles That's at me girls Dorothy, throwing mean. pebbles and Horrible. at first
0: I didn't really realize what was going on but then I felt one and I was like <laughs> Stephanie he's my is throwing pebbles at our head uh, and I wasn't because I was like what? Did you bring me to? And Stephanie was like, and that was when because Stephanie wasn't coming home and telling me and Dorothy she was getting bullied. I was
1: just dealing with that.
0: This is when I found out, and I went to my grandpa and I was like, she can't go there. Yeah, because if that's happening to her when I'm there with her, then imagine. I don't know what they're doing to her. I, I, and and
1: just as go ahead, Stephanie. I just want to add on. There was one particular situation. I don't know if you guys remember, like those mesh nets. shoes mm-hmm. they're like sandals but mm-hmm. they were we like wore mesh. them in California and we wore them and they were style they were vibe they were, we're big here. in California so when I wore them there it was like I remember particularly like I end up getting like a hole in one of them and the girls were just being mean and teasing me and making me feel like I was less and I didn't have that remind you we were just dealing with the homelessness shit
0: yeah so, so I'm really, like you know, and I
2: think I, and I, and I want to say this lightly because I don't want to feel nobody but I think California vibes and Midwest vibes are so different because so different. and Cali like you can dress however the fuck you, you want can wear sandals and be popping right like and then more in the Midwest it is about the J's and, and, and- that's
1: literally what what's up but my thing was like I felt like you know with me and the way our mother raised us she and our dad even like we were always taught to be like very like self-confident and like beautiful and like like we said we didn't give a shit like how right. we were we always thought we looked good so to hear that and them to kind of like almost alter that like that right thing, i was like are you serious so i just want to put it out here one quick shout out um, before I moved along from that school, cause eventually I end up going to a better school, which I she loved, loved and it's called Withrow High School. Shout out what? to Withrow. Um, beautiful school, by the way. And grandpa says the education there is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that's the school that I end up going after. But prior to going to that school, I have a really good cousin. Love her to death. She knows what I'm talking about. We were talking to Dorothy was talking to her yeah. a lot. Um, the last time we were back home, but her husband, um, is a police officer. Yeah. And he came to tap with some of his coworkers, mm-hmm. and I when I mean that. those bitches were shook. They were shook. They were shook. Like, yeah. Oh, she. It, okay, yeah, she a newbie, but she got family. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I just want to say that was one of the things for me that made me feel like, oh, this is really our family. Mm-hmm. Like I felt connected instantly, instantly in because that way. it helped. Yeah
2: me. my so, my school yeah. situation was a lot different. I went to John P. Parker Elementary. Um, I'm the only one who has my grandfather's last name legally, um, which was really hard because my grandfather was an elementary principal and so everyone knew me before I even knew them. (laughs) um, All the teachers, either my grandfather was their boss at some point, either he mentored them, the principal would stand with me after school if my grandpa picked me up on a rare occasion just to to see him and talk to him. I couldn't get away with anything because they would be like, your grandfather, do you know who he is? He is this amazing, honorable, smart man. So I just had a really rough time being bad
1: because I there was yeah. no room for me to, to be say, bad. Papa is a star in his own right. Like, oh, yeah. With his career, this man has made a lot of good movement. Yeah, in yeah.
2: I mean, um, just to speak to his character for just a little bit. He was most well-known for turning one of the worst elementary schools around in test scores. And people told him, no, people have been beat up there. His parents have done a lot of crazy things. And he took on the challenge, and he did what he had to do. And I just love someone who's a pillar of their community. Mm -hmm. and rises to the occasion when no one else will.
1: I think that's one of my reasons and we have a lot of educators in our family. First of all our family on our dad's side is well diverse in career um um career paths. And crazy. No one is
2: doing the same thing. No, crazy. All. And
1: um I think one of my loves for education, without even knowing grandpa, is came from him. Yeah. It came from him. Um even if this path and i know it will we're going to be successful in anything we do um but i did go to school for education so like that what i who knows i might be a millionaire and still want to somehow go back teach. And, and teach so. yeah um but i i got that love even more looking at papa like this man saw that he had to raise three teenage girls and he was and, retired and, and, and went he back went to back back to teaching. What kind now, of mind work you, ethic is that? this man is how old now? And he's, like is in 70s? Older, he's like his seventies. So he's eighty. He's eighty-five now. So he was had to be in his seventies. And this man went back to make sure. He Can provide the lifestyle that he wanted for his grandchildren, the
2: same lifestyle he provided for our father right. and our aunt. Our he didn't want, him. he had like he wanted all that.
1: And to put that into perspective, row. you cannot
2: walk into the house with anything lower than a B. Oh, no, <laughs> like, he was very serious about yeah, our and it.
0: And it was like, I remember he was very interested in my school because I didn't have a lot of the because um, Dorothy had like a full school. Sp- a couple of school transitions, like so I did, well. yeah, and some like uh some social, I would say different. And, and like,
2: if my grandpa felt like the school didn't live up to his standards of yeah. education, I would be
0: you ripped out. Would be moved, and <laughs> that was I stayed,
1: to his. I would basically. say that
0: I had the most consistency in Ohio because mm-hmm. I stayed in the same school from start to finish. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still have some of those friends to this day.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but. Um, that's also too, because my school was primarily focused on art mm-hmm. yeah. and even he would sometimes be like, cause at my school I could, the grades were important, yeah. but as long as I passed my boards and boards are basically something, they make you re-audition for your chosen major, major. Wow. every four months. Yeah. You go basically in front of a live judge and you have to work on a piece and you have to pass your boards to stay in the school. And... That was more of a focus at that school. So I remember Papa was like telling me like, when do you do homework? Because
2: <laughs> yeah, you, he's you're like always that.
0: studying yeah. for your boards. Yeah. And I would be like, Papa, at my school, there's a whole one, whole class hour. There's yeah. a whole period that I don't have a class. Yeah. I have to do homework so that my life can be centered around my art. And he was like, huh? Uh-huh. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. so, for him, like, I think
0: he knew in that moment that I was gonna be more like his son. And, uh, yeah, for sure
1: that kind of like, literally gave the man PTSD. and
0: probably shook him.
2: He, I mean,
0: <laughs> he was like, he bro. never
2: really understood things in general. Like for Christmas, we would ask for guitars and yeah. music stuff, and he would be like, "Oh, okay." Like he would just be like, "Like and, 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 like reading." And just, like, all of that centered him. Like, oh, that was what, that was he what never, and, like, for for our dad's kids, even our brother, to all come out loving the arts community, I think that was just, like, wow for again, Papa. Right, again? Like, again. Because yeah. our dad was not a great representation of, of what the of arts can be. Very talented, but, um, you know, put them through a lot of stressful yeah. situations like trying to, to be an artist. Correct. Um, so, I know a lot of you guys, just to get to the point, are wondering why the way we talk about Cincinnati and the structure we have, why we would leave that.
0: Yeah. So, so it's I want to very important
2: for us to talk about that. I want to jump into some of the things that um, we all experienced there because we all, this is one of those situations where, well, not one of them, we have a lot just in life, but where we all have different perspectives yeah. on.
1: Ohio yeah um does anybody want to start I can start okay yeah so Ohio for me because it was almost a year that we lived with them yeah um I just remember I was at a point in life where I was what ninth grade so I was just finding myself, mm-hmm. um, and you started to like boys. I started to like guys. I remember there was a guy like I wanted to show you guys Ooh, the house. I remember, I, was, girl, I remember this I story. I wanted to show you guys the house uh, while we were when we were there last time. Mm-hmm. Uh because I still remember the house, but I didn't want to point it out in front of Levon. Oh well, baby, you no, know now. Uh, but um, I was starting to like guys. Um, I started to kind of like want to dress a certain way because Mm -hmm. like I was going through puberty. Right. So I wanted things to hug me a little bit more. Like again, like where a woman is when you're really around that age, you're just changing, not physically, not just physically, but mentally. So I remember just being like, they're not going to understand this because they're like in their seventies. Like -hmm. I can't talk to grandma about like personal situations. Right. I remember when I was having a period and I felt weird just Mm -hmm. being like, i need pads yeah i need mm-hmm. tampons yeah because i mean come on this was the last time grandma ever had to use that in her life you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh that's kind of where i was at with it i just remember there being like a home-cooked meal every day mm-hmm. and i love the fact that i didn't mm-hmm. have to think about like what are we going to eat today yes um, mm-hmm. grandma uh, she okay how do i say this she used to get down in the kitchen. Uh, she doesn't cook as much. She not much. So I used to be like looking forward to like this baked spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God. Now I want some. Like her baked sp- her spaghetti. Her gravy. I just want to point out if you're a Midwestern, you eat a lot of like beef and potato type dishes so just, because yeah. it gets cold. Um, I remember us experiencing snow for the first time. Yeah. Like, that yeah. Was, that was beautiful. Um,
2: Thanksgiving at the table.
1: <laughs> so, like, like, that's
0: weird. That's weird really for remember. us. We Everyone never had, did that. Dinner table set every night. I just every remember night. a lot of structure. I just, we saw on TV. Yeah. That we yes. know and that's we what I'm going to say. I just remember really
1: for me, most of the time that I was there until, of course, towards the end, until it gets a little shaky, um, it was like a Home Alone movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. we literally had nothing to need that we needed. I
2: never even heard them utter the word Bill like, around like, us. Uh,
1: it was, if that's what normal seat was or is. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. That's how I felt about Ohio. Dorothy, mm-hmm. What about you?
2: Um. I was a lot younger when I went. And so it was it was honestly really hard to detach from mom, honestly. Yeah. But what was crazy to me on how easy it was to attach to grandma. Mm-hmm. She was very nurturing and she's still like that. Oh, she kisses yeah. on us. She loves she's on back us. Back she in. wants us to sit under her, like, yeah. even as a, a grown oh. woman. And so um since i was so young she was so nurturing to me and so, so it was um easy for you to kind of it was understand. easy yeah. and i started understanding the struggle a little bit more like i understood that leaving California at that moment was the best thing to do. Like, it, it did feel unsafe. Like, it did start to feel like, like Stephanie said, I remember Stephanie having to figure out what we were going to eat. Yeah. And, like, because yeah. even though we lived with Sharana at that time, she wasn't really, really our mom. No. She was right. doing
0: us a favor. Right.
2: Yeah. So, she was still working and, yeah. like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, to kind of figure it out. right. And so, I knew that in that moment that, like, I never wanted to leave that situation because it felt so good. Like it felt if it didn't feel stressful, I actually did great in school, like great in school. And I remember just like, I just remember like, like little, little moments like this stood out to me. Like my dad and my mom would forget that I was at school (laughs) (laughs) and like, and then once I got downtown living in the shelters, I would have to, use public transportation to, to, to my grandparents that shit was crazy that i was even doing that and so my grandma would be out there in her jeep waiting you know, for me uh, um especially me because i was younger and i lived yeah, right in yeah. my school is literally in the in the neighborhood yeah. so she would just be there and we would go get you know a snack and i'm and you know it it was weird because i went to a school that was kind of like it was like there was kids who were bust out from bad neighborhoods yeah. and for the first time in my life I was the one who lived a that, privilege. That, can we just say that for
1: a second before some I felt that that was weird that was the one part that I it took for me to understand because I'm used to being in the underserved community yeah, yeah. And now we have it was a little bust. trippy was grandpa tricky. was giving us ATM cards and, <laughs> and, he, and you had to remind him like, yeah he didn't yeah, even yeah, know I he, remember it, he yeah, did yeah, and my yeah, brother ATM was like card. wait y'all had a debit card yeah. and he was like it was the easiest way because to distribute to school all the way
0: downtown and yeah. he always wanted to make sure that even if I needed to take a cab all the way home if something I mean, happened had something on me. yeah so yeah that was yeah cell phones yeah guess, first yeah. Phone, yeah and yeah. I, I would get i
2: would literally like i i was doing okay in school it was normal kid banter like you know what i mean like it wasn't like no one can bully me i make that very fucking clear since <laughs> i was little i just i'm not having it and i'm not a bully either i just always wanted to be left alone like that was my thing yeah. i have friends but You know, I've never really stick to people and I already mentioned that like I'm very flighty when it comes to friendships because I just it takes me a long time to trust people. But like I remember going to my friend's house and she she lived in a really bad community and it took us a while to get there too. (laughs) And we get there and I'm like, wow, like this is how I used to live in California. And then she comes to my house and I invite her to come over to go swimming and um she just looked at me like you never mentioned this because it still never felt like my life yeah you know what i mean like if like it's not my house that's how it felt like it's not my life and when my grandfather had to drop her off in a bad neighborhood he was showing me like like this this is these are the areas i used to teach in and stuff and just to think that my life was like that like Not even a a few months ago. Right. So, Mm -hmm. it was... Where I'm at with it in Cincinnati is... I always make it very clear, because it's my truth. I never wanted to leave, but we ended up leaving. And it was what it was, so... Go I ahead. just want
1: to also mention, too, that we had some great relatives, extended family of um, both our grandma and our grandfather. Yeah, let's shout them but out. They they just did lovely things. I had my first, Kassana, you mentioned in the previous podcast, you don't ever remember remember me really having, like, a birthday party. As a kid, yeah. I had yeah. a sweet 16. Yeah. And I just want to shout out to one of the cousins. I, we basically call them, like, aunties. They're aunties, aunties, yeah. They're are. aunties. But she, like, one of them mentioned that she still has the invitation. On, on her fridge. fridge. So like I had the normalcy of like that life. And it if I mean, great. I do want to shout our cousins
2: out and some of our aunties and stuff Even our baby
0: cousins. Yes. Even,
2: people tried so hard to make three girls who didn't know them or live there comfortable, or even but even knew it, they
0: existed. And yeah. even knew they existed. Like they re-
2: you could tell they just tried yeah. and, yeah. and tried and very tried. Hard. And just, and, and and i and it, i feel bad but you know it's just we were such in a rough fucking spot yeah. mm-hmm. and our parents were way across the country yeah. and just to think that we were dealing with all of that it would have been hard for anyone to adapt on
1: top of that it was a culture shock it culture was, shock. I didn't even know what the definition of that was until and, I and it wasn't it
0: wasn't just like it wasn't just because now we're surrounded by a bunch of black people it was no. it was because the class thing like we came from a exactly. different class exactly like, we didn't you know we had just been living i had just got out of living in a shelter by myself for um i want to say eight almost back and forth for almost eight months. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was... And then let's just get into it because um, now we're talking about my perspective and um, here's the best way for me to go about this. Ohio was... Everything my sisters have said is completely true. Our family who didn't even know we existed did everything in their power Mm -hmm. to make all three of us feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents hit it on the nail on the head with school. Mm-hmm. So I never had the bullying experience first that Stephanie had. Um, and maybe it's the acting thing in me, but I was able to adjust and kind of like create my own identity right. at this school. And no one knew I had just came out of this situation so I could just be who I wanted to be. So school was easy. I wasn't having problems there. Um, However, it was, I did have a completely different experience of wanting to stay in Ohio than my two sisters. Um, for me, I was so emotionally wrecked by what we had just went through mm-hmm. that even if it wasn't our parents, our grandparents who took us in Ohio, like let's say that we got adopted by total strangers, which we eventually did by Sharana, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked with anyone. And you'll later find out that even when we go back to California and Toronto, Texas, in, it wasn't Peaches and Cream. Yeah, you My had wife, to go to Dee Dee's. She kicked me out like a couple times. So it wasn't... The problems I had in Ohio weren't isolated to our grandparents. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they could have did differently except for probably send me to therapy. But I think that's more of a cultural thing, too. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't know if that was appropriate to do. Right. But I needed serious help. So I was mm-hmm. never going to feel... Like comfortable that was, home. that was never gonna be my home and it didn't matter mm-hmm. I think I would have still had that problem had we stayed with Sharana mm-hmm. like the Ohio was good because then I found out that I had family mm-hmm. and later on when I became an adult as you guys will hear in later podcasts I ended up connect, reconnecting with my grandparents and like going to Ohio for before two us weeks, too yeah. before Stephanie and Dorothy went back like I went there for two weeks and stayed with them by myself and like Just let them know, like, hey, I was a very troubled kid. And you guys did everything you could do Mm -hmm. to make this a home for me. It just didn't fit at that time. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell this because I vividly remember it. And I remember the first shift in me feeling comfortable in Ohio. And I remember it was the day our grandma came home. And she was like, okay, you guys, we're signing legal paperwork to, like, have you Mm -hmm. and she was really excited about that but for me that felt like the death of our parents Mm -hmm. like that was never going to be a thing again and that wasn't even really the first time the first time was when our mom called us Mm -hmm. yeah it emotionally like triggered something in me i don't know what it is but it emotionally triggered something in me so a lot of our parents our family in ohio know this our gram our mom found out we had got to ohio Mm -hmm. she called us on the phone And she was going off. What are you doing there? Get out of there right now. Like different. All of us talked to her, I think. Yeah. And on the phone with me, she was like, Sana, get your stuff, pack it. Get your guy, get you and your sisters out of there right now. Like she was so fearful for us to be there. And, of course, now I know she had mental issues. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, you know, and then also our mom is a mystery to us. We don't know her real last name or anything like that. So maybe there was stuff in, about her family she didn't want yeah. us to find Not out from being there. her home. That's but as a kid, I'm just thinking, like, versus, what is wrong with
2: this place? And then versus dad's vibe, right? Because he calls multiple times yes. and so was so happy. happy.
0: And so you, happy. you have to understand, too, our dad calling and our grandma wanting us, she wasn't doing anything wrong. But she wanted us to have a relationship with her son because... That's
1: her son. That's her
0: son. And she had hoped that he could still be a parent. Yeah. But at this time, you have to understand that it's starting to build a rift between me and my grandma because I hate him so much. At this mm-hmm. time, I felt like he was personally responsible for right. me spending eight months in a shelter by myself. Right. Horrible things happened to me.
2: And just, to, um, Sana, just so I can, cause a lot of people on who's been listening to the podcast wanted to know mm-hmm. how dad, what happened, like, cause we, we left off with dad on the floor. Uh, oh, crack. So okay. he, he does he get happy that we get to Cincinnati. He
0: does find out that we eventually made make it, it yeah. 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 a year or so later to Cincinnati, <laughs> and he's ecstatic. He's like, happy. happy. He starts sending us gifts it's, and cards, but, letters. And, and, and that's another thing. Like I just always felt like. Staying in Ohio meant that they expected me to have a relationship with my father, which might not have been true. But at the time, That's I hated. Yeah. I hated him so much. I thought anything connected to our dad is going to be ruined at
1: some point. I just felt like for me, I'm like, man, mm, get off the phone. Like I I wasn't moved. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't like it didn't matter to me. The one thing that did stick with me is when mom called. Because you guys have to understand, I felt like she always put so much pressure on you. She did. Like, she did. Take care a of lot you guys. Of and that's one of the reasons why. And I love that. I kind of love it now. I do. And I respect that. Dorothy has said, and I know you may consider that, Stephanie like a mother. A mom. so She's one of our moms. I, yeah. And so when she called, I just remember being like, just almost defeated, even though I know it was a good situation. But yeah. she made me feel like I failed because we were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She and, she would definitely and, and, talk and, and to and Stephanie like that. And I understand that. And now it's starting to come more to light that she didn't have the best relationship with her grandparents. No. Um, oh, our no. grandma. Yeah, <laughs> our <laughs> people, that, I think you was with our grandma. Let's keep it but that that real. Let's keep it 100% real. Gucci. Okay? Yeah. So that's kind of where it was. Um, so I just still remember being like, I I'm ain't impressed about that. But like, Mom, I just remember being in my feelings. Like, I was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because at the time... I felt that that was the be- the best the best case. For yeah, us.
0: and and I think it's important to really get into the my mentality about wanting to leave because if we're being completely honest, let's just put it on the table. I'm the sole reason we left Ohio. Yes. Yeah, my sisters only followed me because that's what we were grown up to do. We were grown and, up to never but like, be
2: displaced or separated. As an adult now, though, like and. I'm happy that you
0: admit it to being angry. Well, it's not an admission because I thought it was visible. Like, no, I, I, I couldn't saying, tell. But the, I, no, I I could. I, like grandma, I could. me, and grandma would get, get the, in the age green.
2: gap. For you. Yeah, the age gap. Like, like I, probably, like, I couldn't. I don't understand the signs at eleven of like yeah, <laughs> an angry kid. Yeah. But I'm saying I remember Sana telling me that she would hate me if I stayed, and so I felt like. I had to go, yeah, because I didn't want you guys. And And, I know how you are, Stephanie. Oh, listen. If I didn't go,
0: you would be visibly upset. Not even that.
1: No, but I
0: remember telling Stephanie, and Stephanie, you remember you told me this. Like I know Dorothy said that's a very visual memory of her me saying I would hate you if you stay. But Stephanie, you remember me telling you like you guys stay. And but I'll go by myself. I I
1: just at the end of the day, like and it just like I, I'm gonna have so much passion in my mm-hmm. voice as I already do in general, yeah. when I'm very um, when it's a conversation that I'm very um, into and this is one because this kind of um, dictates the rest of our life mm-hmm. really. yeah. Um but one of the things to our listeners and now viewers if you understand, uh, understood from watching our previous and listening to our previous podcast it was embedded in us That if we do not have anything else, we have each Each other. other. So when I knew Sana was at that place, because I I saw it, like Sana was sleeping longer. I would sleep all
0: day. I would eat like everything in sight. Yeah. It was like the most basic signs of depression. Yes. And I have to, you have to understand because I don't want anyone to hear this and misconstrue um, how I felt my grandparents handled this because I think they did Everything they, they ex- everything they could, everything they could, short of getting me well medical attention, yes. they did everything they could. And at the time, I think it's a cultural thing that they didn't really know if they should put, put me in therapy, therapy. Yeah. or if that was something yeah, to do. Yeah,
2: definitely taboo they in the black community. They even had a
0: family, one of our family members in Ohio, who kind of struggled too. Like you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. She kind of went through a similar situation yes. like us. They even had her talk to me, like to see, like, and I remember it, me and my grandma, and to this day, this breaks my heart. Like I remember getting in a screaming match with her and I was like, I'm never gonna like it here. Like it doesn't matter what you do. It's yeah. not my school, it's not my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I it's not it has nothing to do with social aspects. I'm not being bullied. Cause she thought like something was wrong. Like yeah. is somebody bullying you? No. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? Why do you hate it here? Like yeah. we love you. Yeah. And I would scream at her like, I'm never gonna feel safe here. Yeah. And it's not because of you, it's because I know my dad has access to me. Here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know anything he's in intertwined with is gonna be fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna fuck up anything that is good in my life. Because yeah. mm-hmm. at that point I blamed him for everything. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you were too connected to him and if you're gonna and here I wanna just say this really quick because I just have to really get this out. The when you're dealing with kids with abandonment issues and children who have lived in shelters or Children have been abused or harmed in any way. You have to be aware of the fact that the first people who were assigned to protect them, and I'm speaking of my parents, my biological parents, have failed. failed. Yes. So they trust no one else.
2: Mm-hmm. No.
0: And. hmm yeah. I mm-hmm. want to dispel this rumor that my sole reason for getting back to California was our adopted mom. Because she wasn't even really our mom like At that yet. It so mm-hmm. had nothing friend. to Which do. Which is
2: low-key when we came back.
0: Yeah. I love her. And yeah, she did a, a phenomenal thing. But mm-hmm. it was not the sole reason. My real thing was that I don't trust anyone. And eventually our dad's going to come here and fuck shit up. So you're going to leave us just like he did. And if you do leave us, I don't know how to get around in Ohio. I don't know how to protect my sisters here. In San Diego. It's wild because I, I never got that vibe. Yeah, that they would and, leave us. And, but that's, that's the thing about abandonment. Mm-hmm. It affects kids differently. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like the only people I truly have are Stephanie and Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be legally tied to you guys. And my dad shows up. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be able to skate because I don't trust him anywhere near me in the capacity of, like, raising me. And, of course, as an adult, I've gotten therapy and I completely Mm -hmm. know that all my grandparents were trying to do was love me through a tough situation. Mm -hmm. And they provided stability and that was a great shot at life of stability for me because let's just say we did continue to struggle and there was more struggle that came in the future that could have been avoided had we stayed. But... I mean, it's that all was smoke too much, and mirrors. Now that though. was too much power for a child to have. Anyway, yeah,
2: but it, it it was too much power for us to have all the time.
0: All the time. So yeah. I, they did nothing wrong in that sense. And, and I, it, I and I, my I, grandma, she thugged it out for a while. She just like tried to like help me get over my depression. Yeah, she and did. tried to get me to stay and yeah. I was like, I'm not staying here. Yeah. So I don't know what you're gonna do or how you're gonna figure this but it's out. Not, but that's I was like not where I, was I even told her one time, like, just even let me go on the street. Like, I don't care, kick me out. I'll figure out my way.
2: Like, I feel I just feel bad that they were treated like that, but I mean like I mean, it it is what it is. Like, I mean, we were battered children and we came there and I mean it's I think this this is how I feel. Like I feel like as a adult now, I I feel bad because I feel like I used to blame Sana about coming back to California because that's where my depression started, mm-hmm. yeah. and I hated everything about California, and I low key still do. But I am grateful that I came because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have met my husband.
1: Yeah,
2: I wouldn't have been with sharana and met great best friends that are my lifelong friends had i not come
0: back but but no me and dorothy struggled with that growing up because you know we would later struggle with sharana and she's going to talk about that yeah like we later had some more financial struggles and hardships and dorothy blamed it on the fact that we came back
2: and i think i think like sana and stephanie mentioned like I was a little ahead of my time because I had no choice. I had to be like Another I had girl, to grow right, up. Really yeah. fast. And I'm like, Sana, we literally came from two people who wanted to take care of us to come back to a lady that I don't know because they can attest to the fact that I did not.
0: No, she didn't know. I her.
2: didn't know her. And so and and we're struggling just as worse. And I but I get it now like she it she just she wasn't comfortable there, and just and just like I wasn't comfortable in California, and it it is what it is. But
0: and it's and and it's a lifelong struggle for me, like you guys know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I battle depression, but it's a lifelong struggle for me. Sometimes I'll walk in a room and I'm not comfortable, mm-hmm. and I have to get out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so it's not just like that. That's why I really wanted to be like really transparent on this segment because mm-hmm. it's something and I already talked to them, but they're older now. So I'm not really sure how much they remember that conversation from three years ago, but i talked to them about it as an adult and I've always wanted to make it very clear there was nothing they could have done. They mm-hmm. did everything and if anything they, they couldn't have done anything different. different. Mm-hmm. Like they were exceptional grandparents and, what? and they even tried to raise their son's children. children. This, that that was not a job they were supposed to do. Right. And they did it anyway. And I am eternally grateful for that experience because even though we were there for such a short period of time, there was so much of what I took from that experience. Mm-hmm into my future there were things i didn't settle for because my grandparents didn't allow me to settle for and them putting me into that performing arts school is the only thing and let's be honest here um sharana put us in therapy right but Mm -hmm. if i'm truly being honest what healed me as a child was them putting me in that performing arts school and finding my love for writing yeah i wrote my way out of depression I mean, I they think... They helped me discover... That that was a... That that was a, a outlet for, for me. You. And a
1: talent. I mean, I really uh,
2: the, hard, the hardest part for me was... Uh, I mean, I just feel like I I don't know them the way that I should. Yeah. Because I left. And yeah. now I'm just making up for lost time. time. And as an adult, it's so hard to just get up and take off two weeks of work or a week of yeah. work to spend hundreds of dollars to fly there to go see them. And it is just not, oh. it's never enough time. No.
0: And that brings back the point and Stephanie, we were just talking about this. If there's one thing I wish would have been done better for my grandparents and from our adoptive mom, Sharana, I wish they would have been able as
1: adults to put... To figure out a way for us to remain in both their lives. So, I feel like we need to kind of go off of that. Because then at this point, we heard all of our different perspectives of, like, how we felt about Ohio. And as you saw, like, we were all... We saw it from different, Different, like, like, different mm -hmm. different viewpoints. Um, At this point, Sana wants to leave. And she's just like, I can't do it anymore. And our grandparents... I don't think that they fought us at that point. I felt... That's how I took it. They fought for a while. For a while. But I feel like at this point, they just wanted to make us happy. Happy. Mm -hmm. And I see it like that. Um, Mm -hmm. It was hard. Um, Sana ended up wanting to leave. I was okay with that, to be honest, because... I would' have been okay with Ohio, and I would have been okay with California I it, was it a really swing d- it didn't matter yeah. and, and that and that being said, because I felt like we were each other's family, mm-hmm. like us three mm-hmm. um, so I just remember it being hard, and that's because like our cousins were there, one of our cousins or a couple of them, and they didn't want us to leave, and Maybe. I just want to make this very clear to mm-hmm. to our Ohio family that's listening. It was nothing personal, mm-hmm. and we truly love you now more more than ever because mm-hmm. we understand why you fought for her ha- fought for us to be there mm-hmm. you know you wanted to give us that family unity you wanted and the to life that we hadn't had box. up to that point and we respect that and we love that about all of you mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the things we do want you because we know you're listening we thank you so much um that um it was nothing personal mm-hmm. at right. all. nothing personal and i love all of you guys and um i i just felt that at the end of the day um sana wanted to go so i'm going to and dorothy you better bring your little behind too and that's how she looked at it because dorothy was like all right i'm coming
2: yeah and i think that's where it started because now i'm my sister stephanie especially her she tells me no one can change my mind anymore and i think it started there because in my heart i knew i should have stayed but i also knew that i needed to go with my sisters and i don't think we would have even liked each other if i stayed like we probably wouldn't have spoke that i'm gonna say
1: for me personally that wouldn't have been that way because me
2: I, and Sana like, for sure yeah, me and her yeah. For, sure.
1: for me it's like you know i'm just so like going, and i'm mm-hmm. just like okay it's fine like i felt like one of the things that i learned from my mother and father was the hate like i didn't want that like it was, yeah. it was too deep for them because i remember grandma talking to me I never be that person i
0: remember it. looking at dorothy and thinking like these are strangers how could you instantly just feel so connected but
2: sharana to was a stranger to yeah me. to
0: you
1: so it's like both
0: situations i know but you felt instantly connected to our grandparents just because they were blood and i didn't know how that no it hurt. wasn't that
2: but it was because it wasn't like sharana knew me to nurture me yeah so i felt yeah like she grandma just it oh, just felt she was, right yeah
1: she she, she i mean knew for god's sake the girl has the same name as our grandmother right like they look but she, i couldn't understand that no, i know no I, and i under, And it it may sound like it come across that we we still have like these issues i feel like it's no under they're this, underlying. this is the reason for this podcast yeah we now understand it now from different viewpoints. Right. And I just wanted it to be clear at the end of the day that with them, they did all that they can do. It just wasn't the timing for us. us yeah. And that's where I want to leave with that. So,
2: yeah. Sana and Stephanie basically start talking to Sharana because you—they put you
1: guys. In... We've been saying her name a lot lately because honestly, she's. Gonna... It, it is what it is. She's no, because yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. people know, and even if you don't know, I need you to understand the important role that she's had. In mm-hmm. her
2: life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Sana. Stephanie started talking back to her because I don't remember any of this like how California became a thing
0: I think we never stopped talking
1: to her I think we always I remember just her up like the fall her. and that was one of the things that like you said something that and Dorothy you agreed with this with her I think both of you guys did and I just was like I wish they would have I never really spoke on that but as far as like them having a better communication moving forward as far as us being able to go visit for the summers. Maybe it would have made me more comfortable. I don't
0: know. But
1: I will say, I remember vividly Grandma being like, oh, you that la- the lady? Like, because she could never... <laughs> first of all, she can't get nobody's name right. No. Um, Even yeah. when it's only one What's syllable. So Sharana so, so <laughs> was going to be hard It was going to be hard. Yeah. Um, she calls my love of my life Laverne, and that's not his name. Yeah. So um, she finally got it right, and it's like years later. But, um... What I'm going with this is grandma saw that. And I remember there'd be times where I would call her. And she would and she, get kind of in her feelings. And she would, but then she would also be like, have to be okay with it. Because she knew the relationship that I had. At this point in her life, when we were in Ohio... I'm the one that truly has a relationship with the woman now with yeah. my mom. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. really have that much you of a relationship didn't. with her.
2: I never did. I, did. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. didn't,
0: I didn't have, I didn't even, that's why it's like funny for Dorothy to be like, she was, she was a stranger to me too. Yeah, it's like
1: to that's both why, of you guys. That's why I always
0: it. wanted to make it clear the that only, it really was never about only her. The reason
1: why I feel like, Dorothy does feel that way completely it's because again like she's reiterate millions she wasn't of times. really on the dancing like, yeah. not even just that like she wanted her mom yeah mm-hmm. and
2: i'm like yeah. we're rushing back to it's an like, apartment where we don't even have yeah. a room a space like what are i just felt like the vibe was just so bad and i knew it was going to be because like and not to shit on any situation yeah, because all situations sense. were bad at mm-hmm. some point yeah but I knew that it was going to be another type of struggle. I didn't know what, but it's like, I... For me, I was already in a space where yes, I wanted mom, but I was also in a space where I don't want to fucking see her either.
1: Yeah, because she but,
2: fucking left us, so yeah, I don't want to really yeah, be in the same a, state like, as yeah, a yeah, woman, woman who
1: is from Ohio
2: wouldn't yeah. even hop I on a plane you, to come see I think us. For
1: you is, and this is honestly, I feel like with our kids, this is one of the reasons why people always ask us like, oh, you guys don't like everybody, even mm-hmm. the people we call our family, our actual actual like biological family friends. Like half of my friends have kids. Sonny, you probably can speak for that. Dorothy, your friends are starting to get yeah. in Yeah, and I think one of the reasons why we don't have children yet because we want to be able to set a particular lifestyle for them. Right now, yes. we with, want our kids to grow with up that together. being. We
0: want them to have stable, stability, and it, it, all that. I
2: have to worry about money, food, women all, that. all that. And, and that. so,
1: and even, and we can honestly say that we're in a good place. If it happened tomorrow, I think I would be okay. We okay. Be We'd be good. Okay. But here's my thing. With that being said. That's why Dorothy felt the way she did. Because you wanted that normalcy as far as... I was
2: fucking sick of it. You guys have to understand the moment... Like, Stephanie and Sana remember the... If you remember in the first podcast, they remember the normalcy our parents kind of created. I don't remember that. It was always fucking rocky for me. So, I'm like, the moment it's no bullshit, you want to... Because it was low-key bullshit living with Sharana at first. No,
0: no, no. It was bullshit.
2: And it was had nothing to do with her again. It was just... her and her sister had their own rooms. We lived in the living room. And we would wait for mom to come, like, drop off money, food, yeah. and shit. So, I'm like, so, this is what we're going back to. No,
0: oh, I feel you. No, I, and I get that. but and, and I think now that I'm an adult and I'm taking psychology and I've been to therapy and I know these things, I understand that I was trauma-bombing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I never
0: knew. Yeah. I, normalcy felt abnormal to me. Like, to me, I was just like, there's a hidden agenda here. And I know this is not true. So, mm-hmm. for anyone's listening, please don't misconstrue this next statement. But um, me being in that depressive state and, like, having those issues, those anger issues I was dealing with, the abandonment issues I was dealing with. It's hard. I was on alert. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I read about it, and people think that PTSD only exists in soldiers. And it doesn't and it, does it, it happens from post traumatic stress you get p i mean not post traumatic that's what it is from um it happens with kids of abandonment yeah. um rape victim mm. it happens when um what is it called when the uh, mother has a baby and then she can't connect to it
1: uh, um, postpartum
0: postpartum they they suffer from ptsd and like i had a lot of ptsd so like having that chill vibe in Ohio like
1: that scared you
0: I didn't know what was coming next I always woke up and I'm like I we're gonna wake up and they're gonna put us out like and I, I think don't know the PTSD
1: for me was us not being together together I for mean Stephanie, I'm, she I'm, couldn't, I'm she 30 couldn't years been old and mind you but now, now come little, later yeah. that I LaVon knows that my thing is I want to be near my sisters mm. because I and I mean like proximity, like specifically what I'm talking about because I'm in Florida and they're in like college. we're talking 20 minutes. I'm in. I'm, that's what the, because the I, I be feel like sisters. I yeah. will always have them. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, it, this is crazy because Dorothy, like your wedding boot, you had us wear white. That's how, yeah. that's how serious Yeah. History. I she, mean, is. seriously, isn't it traditionally the the bride just wears white right. like and, no one, and wedding, no
0: one understood that. At her wedding, her wedding planner yeah. tried to change her mind for She months. was like, and no. I'm like, no, and, that's and what I'm
2: I doing. thinking
1: of that. Like,
0: and my mother in
2: law was even like, the bride doesn't wear, like, every. She's like, I know you probably don't know this. But like you guys aren't supposed to wear all no. white. I'm like, well,
1: that's what that's we're where, doing. And, and <laughs> like, I know that. And that's why like, that's what, at, what we're doing. Like, my sisters are my world. They're everything to me, and I mean that. You guys know that. Yeah. And, you know what's crazy and, is I kind of always feel bad for the guy who dates me. Oh. Because. because
0: same here. Because <laughs> Terrell is so, and that's our sister's husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Terrell is so. um. Patient. Patient. And he <laughs> understands P3. And he's okay with so that. So when he married her, he he knew he was marrying us too, or a package deal. Yeah. Lavon has gotten used to the Maybe idea. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I
1: don't know if he's completely.
0: No, same, he's
1: totally. But fine. it's just more he's like. Damn, y'all talk a lot, but yeah. that's what we just like. We just were, you blind, know. And I'm realizing like, so. Like,
0: anybody that dates me, and even in my last relationship I just had, it was very hard for them to understand this. I remember thing. someone
2: yeah. telling me like, "Oh, like I have." two sisters too and i'm like there's people who are siblings and then there's us oh there's a different it's a different oh, i, I to, don't know how I to know it. it, in it. Different. Like, it's so different not like i always tell my husband there i'm there like other
0: p3s out there yeah we yeah I just, but i don't know, know, know them. i don't know them. like i mean i know two i know one parent i think you guys know what sisters i'm talking about but they're really close like this um, but yeah they just don't live close, close to yeah but okay. they're very they're p2 no
2: i and i remember getting on my husband like you and your brother like y'all don't talk every day. Like y'all don't, do- and he's like, not everyone's like you and your sisters. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. not everyone. You guys will buy a house down the street from each other. That makes sense to you. We'll like, buy a block.
0: Yeah, we'll yeah. buy a
2: whole block. He's no, like, and
0: I want to tell you will you
2: invest know. in your because sister's company and not even want the money back. Yeah, just because, <laughs> yeah. it's just because it is. Yeah.
0: I remember um, hanging out at my auntie's house, our adopted auntie, down the hill from where we lived, and there was a bunch of little sister groups up in there and they were like talking about fighting and like their sister and I was like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, I could never put my hands I on my sister. I think it's so- crazy. Even when and I people fought my that. sister as a young girl, mm-hmm. we never really went toe to no. toe. It was like a slap fest. Yeah. I was like, I could never put my hands on my sister like a stranger on the street. We would just yell at each other and go our separate ways. Now, don't get be wrong. And they were like, are you guys even really sisters? Yes. I like, we- you're not sisters if you don't fight. And I was
2: like, I think a bitch is weird if they literally fight with their sister over money, like, get. Physical, physical with them over a man like that now, shit's me my to me. Yeah. Be? yes we no, like, yes. No,
1: don't get it
2: twisted. We, talk, we, we, have
1: we have our disagreements
0: yes but people have perfect. even told us
2: our disagreements are not normal and they're stupid. yeah they're stupid
0: yeah they are our sh- ours runs deep and it's usually over when we do have the big ones like the blow-ups where we don't talk for a while it's usually over big shit
1: yeah it's nothing petty built up shit it's like nothing petty yeah, like our small. life for instance, right that that was something we had to come in agreement with yeah
2: so basically just to get wrap this up a little bit we end up on a train which is funny. That, a was a, that was a
1: sister That was funny. Yeah. Like, we I love, that, like train now love playing, that train ride. We that We're planning like, life. future vacations She's where there's, like, train. trains. We laughed the whole time. The we time.
0: Listen. We almost got in a fight. We got kicked
1: off in the, the ocean con- side. The conductor was like... Not the conductor. <laughs> one of the train people was like, yo, I'm going to figure out basically how to get y'all to y'all destination, like, quicker. Quicker. Yeah. Because he wanted us off, off that, that train. fucking train. We were, like... We were driving everyone crazy, crazy for three days. For three days. And I do want to say that... That was one of the true motherhood, um, what can I say? What's the word that I'm trying to use? True motherhood, um things well that's not really what the word i want to use but that sharana did mm-hmm. she came out of the pocket oh yeah, yeah. she ride. did
2: it was more that of a situation
1: where our grandpa was like i'm not paying so if you want to go back then she has to
0: be
2: y'all have to go yeah.
1: and she said i will never forget but, it, but i want to give big up she, to my grandparents
0: in this situation too because they loved us so much and they were so selfless. They drove that us That even there. though they didn't want oh, to... And that is like... Even so though they didn't want to let us go... They still... They woke up and drove us to that train yeah. station. Uh, this makes me so sad. sad. I know. It, it almost just, makes me a little teary-eyed, but... It, it makes yeah.
2: me sad because I don't know if I could have let my grandkids go to a stranger. No, I couldn't. I would have rather just stuck but, but it that out just fighting goes with so you. Yes. Yeah, you, like, you would have
0: probably been just like, well, I'm putting her in therapy. I'm going to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, like
2: I would have... I mean... I don't know how they. That did just that. goes
1: to show you the character, and that's why we talk about them so much. Because honestly, like, um, just to kind of wrap this up, how I feel about my grandparents in particular, like, it's so important to me, like, to my not for my future wedding, for like anything that's important event in my life. That LaVon, like, he understands that. Like Dorothy had Papa walk her down the aisle. I did, yes. And, and Now he's like, damn, I got, I gotta get shit going because he understands the importance of them being no matter in my life. It's no it's ma- very important, important for me moments. to
0: say that my grandparents are the um my grandparents are the foundation of my life right they literally are the structured foundation mm-hmm. of my life like and i know people won't get that because they're like oh but you got but you left but i need people to understand that i was a kid mm-hmm. i was a child i was a child when i left and had i known then what i know now had I known that I would have been so detached from them for years, I wouldn't have, I would have made a different decision. And,
2: and just to wrap up Ohio, cause you guys know we're back in California. We yeah. get on the train, we're, we in, get California. On train, we're back in California. As adults, we don't care what the fuck is going on, how busy we are, how, whatever. We stop once a year to fly our ass there period period to spend time with them with our
0: parent and And
2: it is so important that we do that more than ever because they are so sad when we leave every time like they ask they beg us to change our flights and stay another uh, day and i'm gonna
0: try to get better at that and i think that um until i really got the therapy i needed i was so scared to come back to ohio because like I thought they hated me, you know. Like I thought they were so upset with me. And they're not. And then to go back when I was a flight attendant, and I went. I took a two week, you know, spread, and I went there for two weeks on a layover, and I just stayed there and talked with them. We went to the club. We Went. I, and Yeah. I, we went shopping. Mm-hmm. We went to the casino. We had heart to heart, and I was like, to find out that all they ever wanted to do was love me was so healing for me, mm-hmm. and it healed me in a way that is like I
1: can never even. It was the best gift they ever gave me. And shout out to the family in Ohio and Kentucky because even despite how that ended, Mm. they love us. It's unconditional love. They love us. You can't. You can't. When I mean you can't pay for that, Mm -hmm. you cannot. Like it is. You would think we had
2: never left. No, the way that they were treated out there.
1: Leave off me personally, and I know they can go behind me, my sisters, and say that we love you guys so much. And and we just wanted to make that clear that even though it didn't like work out the way you may anticipated it to you know mm-hmm. like l- change l- the course of our lives oh for sure
2: and um just to reiterate on this like because I, I don't want it to come off as like me bashing California at all mm-hmm. um it was just where Sana wasn't comfortable with Ohio it, I wasn't comfortable with was the California. same feeling it was the same we're, and, we're and then also
0: it. I want you guys yes, to understand that, that honestly if we're looking back at it as adults and talking about this and I like talked to somebody professionally and they told me this Dorothy was looking at it from a logical point of view oh she was that's mm-hmm. why I'm not I, it, that's
1: why I understood it I understood as a kid I didn't understand I did I I kind of did I just didn't want to like cause a rift between you two so I just kind of like let it play
0: out so even anyone listening to this from California please don't feel like she's saying anything bad no because she's not she was looking at it as from a logical point of view because yeah. if we're being factual and actual that we was did come back and end up struggling yeah so yeah. and we also felt an extreme amount of guilt because we felt like we were the reason Toronto was struggling and
2: robbed some of her young, young
1: years. years. She got yeah. robbed
0: from her twenties. I mean, could you imagine taking in three teenagers at twenty-four? I just
1: want to mention that so, at this time, I'm sixteen. Sana's fifteen, and I'm like 12. like 12 Yeah, and our mom knows that 13th. to
0: this day, we feel extreme amount of guilt. Like we feel like we robbed her of,
1: or her. and then like, and then like just the way we move. Like yeah. I'm like, for instance, I'm back home because not only because me and my sisters have now a podcast, and this is going to be like one of our. Best, I feel like, business ventures we mm-hmm. have to date. Even. Yeah. Um, but I'm here to help our mother. Shawna. Yeah, no, know. And we write like, for her. Why, like mm-hmm. It's we like whatever she needs, she'll get.
2: Yeah, And with that, leaving off on that, next week Power 3 has a special guest because we're going to talk about a lot of our struggles and just growing pains and coming of age stories um, in California and we want her to be able to speak to her character so that you guys get a better glimpse of who she is and where she comes from and where she stood on some of the situations that we previously discussed. Right.
0: And as you know, because if you're listening to this, you've already heard episode 3 and we have found a location. Our birth mother. We have but the thing is our dad. The reason why he's not a guest is because he's not alive. So he. But if he was alive, if he wanted the opportunity to speak to his character and defend his oh, we would. We would give him that. Mm-hmm. Our mom, our birth mother. We don't know if she's in the mental space to come and do something like this. So we have why. had people
2: reach out to her, and all yeah, she does is read, read the them. messages. So yeah. for
0: our. Our adopted mom, she is mentally in the space. She loves that we're doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to talk about her character and the years we struggled with her, she needs to be able to get on this platform and speak her piece. And we want to give her that. And thankfully, she's accepted that. And she's going to be our guest next week. So um, we're so excited to have her. Mm -hmm. We do want to let you know that that episode won't be live. No. Because we do want... It won't, there won't be a visual version of that because we want to protect her. Mm -hmm. And also we want her to feel comfortable enough to really give her her raw, um, honest, you know, point of view of the story. And she didn't sign up to this podcast we did. So we're not going to put her out there in that way. But you will hear from her.
2: Thank you to all of our Ohio family. I know everyone has had a lot of questions and yeah. so we were, we're so happy to clear them up. And, and clear the air about and that. And clear the air. And, um, also for anyone, we're actually, we, have, we're telling our life story and our life story, our life is still currently going, but we're coming to, apart where we are now grown grown in our next few stories yeah. so if you have rode out with us every for two hours on each episode thank you thank, thank you. you so um we love you guys and we are gonna get up out of here make sure you guys are liking our instagram please leave comments under our podcast on
1: spotify and apple and, and now YouTube. Subscribe. and please
0: subscribe and i do want to know that
1: now that we have a youtube channel and it is officially launching as of today, today i want you to make sure you like <laughs> share comment subscribe go ahead and just you know keep um reposting and tagging Jeez. and just we just really want to thank you too that we love all the support the messages and um the text messages and yes. the emails and the phone calls but it, uh, what we will also like more than ever is just you just continue to ride this journey with us
0: yeah and no matter how you listen in whatever way you listen we're grateful and this segment i would say is mostly blessings um, mm-hmm. i caused the bullshit but it's yeah mostly it's blessings. okay yeah. it's no it's fine, fine. We love you. It's i've mo- caused some bullshit yeah later on yeah it's mostly blessings and we are so blessed in a eternal and real way to have to be in close proximity to people like our family in ohio and kentucky all right we are blessed oh, three times over and we love you forever so this episode was for you even if it Gives you some healings, or if it gives you some more questions, go ahead and reach out to us because we love you deeply. And to our listeners, we are grateful that you are on this journey with us.
2: And shout out to our grandparents, period, mm-hmm, period, just for doing all that they could do in such short little time, yeah,
0: for making it cool. possible for us to be alive. So mm-hmm. thank you, we love you. I don't
2: know if we would have survived that another year. No, no. For sure. no if even, You know what I mean. Even if
0: we think about Ohio, it's just a pause.
2: It was a good one. Yeah. It was a good reset. Yeah. So, so. we
0: love you guys. See, See you guys bye. next time. We you. Love you. Love you.
2: Bye.